Blog Talk Radio. GNAC Insider, the show that takes you inside the great Northwest Athletic Conference. Hear from student athletes, coaches, and administrators from one of the premier conferences in Division II. Now, here's your host, Rob Lowry. From Lake British Columbia and from Billings, Montana to wherever it is you may be listening, welcome to GNAC Insider, your weekly look at the Great Northwest Athletic Conference. I'm Robert Lauer, your host, and on tonight's uh, broadcast, we're going to have the opportunity to talk a little bit about basketball. We're down to the two minutes on the clock mark in the uh, basketball season. We'll have an opportunity to talk a little bit of basketball coming up. Also, the first pitches being thrown in both softball and baseball. We're going to talk softball coming up here in just a few moments as well. But at the top of tonight's show, kind of halfway through, quite frankly, the track and field season, the outdoor season will be getting underway here before too long. We just wrapped up a highly, highly successful indoor track and field season. And one of the one of the performers around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference who really had a tremendous indoor campaign is joining us tonight. Freshman St. Martin's standout and I mean standout, Tyler Cronk from Kent, who is the GNAC men's high jump winner. You went seven feet, half an inch at the championships down there in Napa. Tyler, just a freshman, young man, welcome to GNAC Insider, and congratulations on that huge accomplishment. Thank you so much. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. You went into the GNAC championships down there in Nampa. What were you expecting out of yourself at the at the championships? Well, going through like some injuries, um, like my ankle injury, uh, I was expecting uh, not really high of height. But um, going through my first height, I missed. I thought that I just have to make this next height, and all the other heights I have to go through. So jumping seven feet, uh, one and a half inches was actually a huge goal for me. And I was actually really uh, proud of myself to hit that mark. Well, as well, you should have, because not only did you win, you really kind of blew away the competition. You won by nearly five inches there. And as a matter of fact, that is the second time you've been over seven feet this year in uh, the week leading up to the GNAC championships you became just the second athlete in GNAC history to clear seven feet. That happened in the high jump at the Husky Classic in Seattle. Did you gain some confidence going into the championships based on that jump in Seattle? Yeah, I actually did. Uh, jumping that 7-1 uh, against all those D1 schools actually kind of built my confidence because I didn't think I was going to do good against uh, you know D1 schools because they're supposed to be like really good. So going into that meet, I was actually trying to, you know, compete, like get at least second place. But getting first was actually a huge goal, actually. Now, you have had a lot of success in this particular discipline. You went to Kentridge High School there in Kent, and you were the state high jump champion. 
talk a little bit about your high school career and how that has obviously transitioned so well into the college level experience to this point. Well, high school was actually the point where I actually kind of clicked. Like that's when I actually started getting really into track and field, uh, watching a lot of videos, working out, um, lots of core and lots of practice jumps outside of my coach. And, um, like jumping over the high six feet was actually a huge goal, like my junior and senior year. And then hitting that seven foot mark that one day at uh, Wenatchee uh, Invitational was actually really shocking because after that, I didn't really know what I did to uh, hit that marker. But then I did it again at uh, regionals my junior year and I hit seven feet, two inches. Uh, that was really a hype moment for everybody and myself because I actually pointed out my mom because she's been through so much and I love her so much. And, uh, yeah, in my senior year, uh, it went really well, jumping seven feet almost consistently and doing, like, other events like long jump and triple jump. It was actually just, like, hard work and determination, basically. Why the high jump? What made that be the the sport or actually the discipline of choice for you? Well, uh, my junior year of basketball season, uh, it actually turned out I actually could, like, do some really cool dunks. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to get right back into uh, track because I did it in my eighth grade year, but I didn't really like it. So once I started the high jump, I had really no form, but I was hitting like six, 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 eight. So I was like, okay, might want to get back into this. And that's when I actually kind of clicked. So I really got really into high jump, watching high jump videos, like technique and stuff like that. And that's when I started really getting serious about high jump. What is the key to the, okay, you bring up an interesting point. You, you you look at a lot of technique. Obviously, you've worked quite a bit on your technique to make seven feet uh, your your goal, and obviously you've eclipsed that many, many times now. As that is the case, what makes you a better high jumper now, technique-wise, than you were when you started a couple of years back? Well, now I have a lot more rotation uh, over the bar. And, uh, like, back in high school, I really had no rotation. I would just float over the bar, just, like, flat and stiff and stuff like that. But now I'm, like, more limber and more flexible now going into my freshman college season. You have had uh, a tremendous high school career, as you mentioned, obviously a tremendous uh, career to begin your freshman year there at St. Martin's. What was it that about the St. Martin's as the university or the track program, the school itself that lured you down the road there from Kent? Well, I heard that they had a really good high jumper, uh, Michael Smith. Uh, and he was actually a really good high jumper, won nationals jumping like seven, three and three fourths. And I thought that that would probably be a, really good school to go to because I feel like they have a good high jump coach that could teach me how to get over higher heights and go to like bigger play, uh, bigger things and stuff. Like maybe go to the Olympics or something like that. So I really like kind of connected with this school, Jim Brewer. He's an awesome coach. He's uh, been helping me out through thick and thin. Uh, coach Atanis, my high jump coach, he's really helped me out and uh, has gotten me to this point, uh, becoming a GNAC champion and, 
going on to nationals and hoping that I can place top five against all the D2 colleges that I'm going to be going against. And, uh, yeah, this, this college has really been a uh, really good help for me and like a lot of great friends and stuff. We're talking with Tyler Cronk from the center, from the St. Martin's track and field team. And as we started to talk a, a moment ago and you, you brought up a point I wanted to, to discuss with you, you have qualified automatically for next month's NCAA division two indoor championships, which will be held back there in Pittsburgh, Kansas. And you say that, you know, you're, you're hoping for maybe a top five. What is it going to take for you to place in the top five, do you believe, at Nationals? Well, for me, I feel like it's going to take at least a jump, uh, the high sevens, like over seven feet, just the first jump to place at least top five or maybe even top three or maybe first. I don't know how it's going to go, but we're, I'm just hoping that it will go really well. And hopefully I'm going to have a good night's sleep and all that, have a good breakfast, and, like, hopefully just coming into that meet all ready to go and pumped up and just aiming for high heights. Okay, how high is high? How high can you fly? What's your, what's your, what, what, what's your ultimate goal? Ultimate goal is, uh, is trying to go, like, 2.30 meters, which is at least 7.6 because I have had a few attempts at 220, which is uh, 7.5, or no, 7.3, and then going to 225 is like 7.4 and a half or something like that. And I'm really trying to hit that goal, because I really had some good attempts at 7.3 seven, seven, and 3.4 at the GMAC championship. And I'm getting really close, so I'm hoping that I can hit that at nationals. Well, Tyler, good luck at Nationals coming up in Pittsburgh, Kansas, the uh, NCAA Division II Indoor Championships. You're qualified for it. You are now the reigning 2019 GNAC Indoor Men's High Jump Champion. As a freshman there at St. Martin's, young man, keep it up. Do well in your studies. Continue to do well in your jumping career. And I have a hunch that we're going to talk with you again sometime before your career comes to an end there at St. Martin's right here on GNAC Insider. So thanks for joining us tonight from Lacey. Thank you. Tyler Cronk joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. Back at you as we're going to go from track and field to softball. We will do that when we return right after this timeout. Make sure to follow the GNAC on social media. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching GNAC Sports. And visit us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. Every time a student learns something new, makes a discovery, or helps a team, it's not just good for that student, it's good for the whole community. At St. Martin's University, we know the impact a well-prepared graduate can have on the world. That's why, last year, we extended more than $11 million in scholarships to our students. Because the more we invest in them, the brighter the future becomes for all of us. Back on GNAC Insider, I'm Robert Lauer, your host. And time for us to say hello to Amanda Janes from the... Simon Frazier University softball team. Amanda, thanks for joining us tonight here on GNAC Insider. 
Hi, Rob. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I really appreciate you making some time for us tonight. Softball uh, catcher for the clan, junior. And, well, you are came off a very, very successful trip down to Tucson, Arizona, where the clan went 5-1 and one in the Cactus Classic. Matter of fact, you uh, your only defeat came in the final game played down there in extra innings to St. Mary's of Texas. So I would assume that uh, Simon Frazier, you individually, and we'll talk about why you individually in a moment, but the team must be feeling pretty good about itself after that very, very successful start. Is that true? Yes, for sure. Of course, uh, you know, when you start a season, you want to come out as strong as possible. And I feel going uh, five wins for our first five games was amazing. Um, And it's a testament to how hard we've been working all fall and the beginning of the spring. And that last loss, you know, of course, it would be great to have come out with 6-0. and But, you know, we learned a lot from that loss. And um, sometimes you have to lose in order to get better. And I feel like this loss is really going to propel us uh, moving forward to uh, get even better. Hmm. Well, you're playing very well right now. You lead the team through one week of play with 10 RBI. You also have two home runs this year, the only two hit by a clan player. Are you, are you seeing the ball well to begin the year? Yeah, for sure. Um, my hitting is something that I definitely wanted to work on this off season. Um, you know, in the past years, you know, I haven't hit as well as I wanted to, but um, working hard all fall and uh, being able to come out with the start I did, I was very pleased with it. Um, you know, my other teammates, Alex, Kate, and Bonnie, they all had amazing offensive weekends as well. And uh, we were just, it was amazing to see all the hard work that we've been put in is paying off and uh, we continue uh, want to improve and hope that uh, we can continue this and go into GNAC next week or the start of our season next week. Yeah, matter of fact, and you bring that up that the, the your team is off this week. You're getting a chance to to do some preparation for your home and GNAC opener coming up uh, March 1st against Northwest Nazarene. What will you do between now and that uh, and that GNAC opener? What, what kind of uh, what kind of preparation will you do between now and then? Do you think? Yeah, I think we just really need to stick to our game plan, Um, you know, taking away the things that we learned from this weekend uh, to help us uh, continue with practicing and seeing things that we can work on leading up to the start of our conference. Um, I think it's just important to keep focusing on what we know we need to work on, um, whether that's physical or mental aspect of our game. And as long as we do that, I believe we should be fine moving forward into conference play. I don't want you to give away any any trade secrets, but what were some of the things you learned about the team that you think will be areas of uh, emphasis in the, in the next days of practice? I think a lot of it uh, had to do with um, just uh, recovery mostly. You know, we got to that sixth game and three doubleheaders in three days, uh, that's a little tiring. And I think that we realize now um, we need to be better physically uh, with stamina as well as mentally. Um, so to be able to, you know, when we get to that final push, we need to be able to uh, finish strong and come out with that final win. So I think moving forward, as long as we uh, continue working on those aspects of our game, then we should uh, be able to continue to, to succeed. Amanda James from the Simon Fraser softball team is joining us. You, you talk about stamina and endurance. Well, I'll tell you, that's not a problem for you. You played 40 games as a freshman for the clan. Matter of fact, this year, you're just a handful of players to start all six contests for the team. What makes you so durable? Um, I think uh, just work ethic, uh, you know, having my teammates around me uh, to continuously support me and you know, through my actions, hopefully supporting them. Um, I feel like that's really what, 
helps to, um, you know, get through all those hard times and the, all the strenuous activity that we have playing our sport. But uh, just having my teammates continuously supporting and my uh, coaches, you know, they're amazing and they always bring bring out the best of me and just they make me want to perform the best I possibly can. And so I feel like just having everyone around me supporting me and just the team atmosphere that we have is really what has put me um, to be able to play this well. One of the things I like to do when I have the opportunity to see softball is I like to watch the catcher. And I'll tell you why. My daughter, she played catcher as well on the softball team. And I I talked to her quite a bit about it. And she really liked the opportunity to think that she was kind of in control of the game uh, in many respects. (laughs) Do you feel that same way? Yeah, catching that. I've been a catcher for basically my whole life in my softball career it's just a it's a different position I played the corners before and it's just different when you're catching you're kind of like the quarterback of the field you could say um just seeing everything that's going on you know um what and like knowing the relationship with your pitchers and your infielders and your outfielders and being able to just call the plays and things like that yeah it's just it's really um something that I enjoy and that's why I love catching so much and I'm just glad that um I was able to um catch five games this weekend yeah. Well, now you're a native, as I understand it, of a place called Brampton, Ontario. How far is that yeah. away from Burnaby, British Columbia? It's a, about a five-hour plane ride. What is the reason, then, that you came so far across the Dominion there to, to go to college and play your collegiate softball? Uh, yeah, so I actually had um, a few teammates, uh, Samantha Ruffin and Jessica Tate. I actually played club ball with them growing up, and uh, they had both committed to Simon Fraser the year before that I came out here. And so knowing that they were already out here and I already knew them really well was definitely one of the factors that contributed to me wanting to come here as well. Um, the institution just has an amazing academics. Uh, so with the goals that I want um, academics-wise, I felt that getting a degree from SFU would be really beneficial in that area. And, uh, and that was another reason that I chose SFU. All right. What are your academic pursuits and what are you taking there at SFU? Uh, so right now I'm studying to get a Bachelor of Science in Health Sciences, and I'm minoring in Curriculum Instruction. And my hope is to apply to uh, dentistry school at the University of Toronto um, after graduating with the hopes of becoming an orthodontist in the future. Wow, that's a, that is a big goal. Do you have any aspirations? <laughs> of, well, and, and, and you're playing certainly quite well, too. Do you have any aspirations of, of continuing to play softball after your collegiate career? And again, you've got another full year beyond this one to play, but when your collegiate career comes to an end? Yeah, um, I had the opportunity to play for uh, the junior national team in uh, the summer of 2017. And so representing Canada was one of the best feelings and one of the best softball opportunities I've ever had in my entire life. And I'm forever grateful of that. Um, so moving forward, if, Team Canada would definitely be the goal. And now with softball being back in the Olympics, that's something that would just be, uh, it would be unreal. Like I can't even describe it. Um, That's definitely something that, you know, everyone lives for. And it's been a dream of mine since I was a little girl. And if that could ever come true, I would, I don't even know how to describe it. (laughs) Well, let's hope it does come true for you. I I really do sincerely hope that is the case. Amanda, it's been an absolute uh, pleasure talking with you tonight continued success individually on the softball diamond, continued success to the clan and keep it going in the, uh, in the classroom as well. And uh, I look forward to maybe talking to you after you become Dr. Janice, one of these days in the uh, James, one of these days in the not too distant future. 
Thank you so much, Rob. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk to you again. I hope soon. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you. Well, good night, Gene Ak Insider. We're taking our look now, going around the Gene Ak for our weekly wrap up from what happened during this past seven days. Men's basketball. Well, uh, this has uh, been something we've talked about for the last couple of weeks. St. Martin's, it remains in first place in the GNAC with a 14-2 now record in league play. The Saints own the best overall record in the conference, which includes victories over Concordia and Western Oregon. Those were games that they won last week. Now, along with St. Martin's, Northwest Nazarene and Seattle Pacific have clinched verse in next month's GNAC championships. In women's play, Alaska Anchorage and Northwest Nazarene are still tied atop the league standings. They're both 23-1 and and both 15-1 and in league play. Last week, the Seawolves beat Concordia and Western Oregon. The Nighthawks took down both Montana State Billings and Central Washington. Alaska Anchorage, Northwest Nazarene, and Simon Fraser, they have all clinched spots in the GNAC Women's Championships as well. In indoor track and field, the Seattle Pacific women and Western Washington men shared GNAC Team of the Week honors. The Falcons won the team title at the conference indoor championship meet, 154 points in their winning column, while the Vikings won the men's side with 138 and a half tallies. In baseball, five of the conference's six teams were in action last week. Western Oregon beat Central Washington 13-1 in the Wolves' season opener while St. Martin's won three of five games played at College of Idaho. In softball, Simon Frazier went five and one at the Cactus Classic. We just talked about that in Tucson. Western Oregon remains atop the conference standings with a perfect 3-0 record. And in golf, the Concordia women's team finished in fourth place at the Makuni Sushi Shootout, and that took place down in Lincoln, California. It's GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry. We'll roll on and talk a little bit of men's basketball. We'll do that after this brief timeout. Remember, if you don't catch us live, listen to GNAC Insider over iTunes or at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. When I first came to SFU, I thought I knew exactly what I wanted. When I got into my second semester, I suddenly wasn't so sure what I wanted to do anymore. So I started to explore a little bit. Archaeology, communications, history, even kinesiology. And then I decided to go on exchange to France for a year. I was an orientation leader for a year, became a community advisor in residence, helped start a choir. I even took a rowing course. After SFU, I have lots of possibilities of what I could do. But whatever I do, I know I'll be ready for it. Welcome back to GNAC Insider. I'm Robert Lowry, and we say hello now to Brendan Howard, uh, and, uh, forward for the Montana State Billings basketball team. Hey, thanks for joining us tonight from Billings. Hey, thanks for having me. It's an honor. Well, Brendan, you are having an absolutely phenomenal freshman year there for the Yellow Jackets, averaging 15.5 points, five rebounds a game. You're certainly putting yourself in contention for GNAC Freshman of the Year honors. Is your play maybe even a little bit beyond what you had expected of yourself heading into the year? Uh, I think I definitely could be shooting a little better, but as far as uh, the impact I've had, I've definitely surprised myself a little bit. 
Um, I didn't think coming in uh, I'd probably be contributing as much as I have been at first, but uh, no, it's been a pretty big ride so far, and I'm enjoying it a lot. It's kind of what I've also expected of myself, too, to as the season's progressed, I've gotten better. That's why I've kind of hoped that it would happen. Now, you transferred into the Yellow Jackets program after redshirting for one year at Eastern Washington. What was it that uh, lured you from Cheney to Billings, Montana? Um, probably one of the biggest things was uh, I missed home, and I'm from Montana, from Great Falls, which is about three and a half hours from Billings. And uh, my brother got the head assistant job, too. And uh, so it was just kind of like familiarity with there. And uh, I just thought it would be a good fit. And I've always kind of wanted to be able to play for my brother. That's kind of something I've always, like, we've always kind of talked about before, him being a college coach and all that. So I saw the opportunity, and I went for it. Well, and you've made the most of it, certainly, to this point in the year. And you've helped the Yellow Jackets, a team currently on a two-game win streak, tied for fifth in the conference. Matter of fact, if the postseason began tonight, you would be in. The Yellow Jackets missed out on the tourney last year. How much of a motivating factor, and again, you weren't part of that team last year, but how much of a motivating factor has that been in the locker room this year to get back into the GNAC postseason? No, I think uh, me, our two coaches and me personally, like we're, we're a bunch of we want to win. That's always been the number one goal for us. I know there's guys on the team last year that wanted to win too, and it didn't work out for them. So I think this year has just been the main main thing. Is like we just got to do what it takes to win. I think everyone's locked in and like focused on like the number one goal for us is winning and not individual stuff. And uh, there's been games where me and myself and other guys who probably would be uh, the quote unquote guys that help our team win haven't played well, and the whole team has stepped up and picked up the slack for us at times this year, which I think is a good thing. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You played well in your last game, a 94-90 to victory over Western Washington this past Saturday night. You had 20 points and eight rebounds. When you rank your performances this year, where does that, where does that rank? Was that your best or at least one of your best of the year? I would say that's definitely one of my best of the year so far. And I think it was a, an effort that wasn't in vain. We've had, I think I've had a, I had a game of, a couple weeks ago against Western Oregon where I thought I played pretty well, but we lost. No, it was definitely, I would say this is definitely one of the best wins because it was a big win and almost a must win for us to kind of solidify, almost solidify a spot into the tournament for us. And Western Washington's a very talented team, probably the most talented team in the conference talent-wise. So I thought it was a very big win and a very good test to see where we're at as a team and see where I'm at as a player. Brendan Howard from the Montana State Billings basketball team joining us here tonight. I'll tell you one thing, your team is going to, if it gets into the postseason, and again, right now you would be in, but you start off on a four-game road trip to end the regular season this week. You'll be at Seattle Pacific Thursday, and then a couple of nights later down there in Lacey against 11th-ranked St. Martins. Uh, this is this is a big road trip coming for you ahead. Is is the team excited about uh, going on the road and playing against two uh, high quality opponents? I think we are. It'll be a good chance to see like what we are as a team and who we think we are as a team and how we respond to success. <clears throat> we haven't had a road sweep since the beginning of the year with the two. Ala- I mean, a, a a sweep in general since the beginning of the year with the Alaska teams. And so it'll be interesting that we'll be able to 
handle that success going in and see going up against two of the top teams in the conference see how we do. Yeah. Brendan, what do you what are you studying or what and again you're a freshman so you've got plenty of time to, to sort this all out, but what what do you want to go into? What do you have planned for yourself post basketball? Um right now I'm majoring in uh, health and human performance. So um hopefully I can be able to do something with that. But my number one goal is to hopefully continue to play basketball for as long as I can and maybe go into coaching basketball. Just like your brother. Yep, exactly. Would you would you ever want to be on would you like to uh, maybe be on his staff or, or vice versa, have him on your staff someday? No, uh, I I think that definitely would be pretty cool. Like he me and him are best friends and I kinda know what he wants and I think I just he knows what I need to do and what's best for me. So I think that'd be pretty cool if that ever ended up happening. Well, Brendan, we really appreciate you making time tonight for us here on GNAC Insiders. I mentioned several times you're only a freshman, so I have a I have a suspicion this is going to be your first, but certainly not your last appearance with us here on GNAC Insider. Congratulations on great success in your freshman campaign. Good luck to you. Good luck to the Yellow Jackets, and we'll, we'll talk to you again and probably see you at the tournament. Thank you. I hope so. Look forward to seeing you there. Brendan Howard joining us tonight from Billings, Montana. Well, time for us now to go around the Great Northwest Athletic Conference in men's basketball. 11 games are on this week's slate. Number 11, St. Martin's, is actually going to travel to Seattle Pacific in a game you can watch on GNAC.tv. The Saints are going to host Montana State Billings, as we mentioned, on Saturday. In women's hoops action, the regular season also continues with 11 games. Conference co-leader Alaska Anchorage will be on the road at Seattle Pacific and St. Martin's, while Northwest Nazarene going to be in action at home against Simon Fraser and Western Washington. In indoor track and field, eight GNAC teams will be in Seattle on Saturday for the Seattle Pacific University final qualifier. In golf, the Concordia, St. Martin's, and Western Washington men's teams will all be in San Francisco for the Academy of Art-hosted Bay Area Invitational That'll be played at TPC Harding Park. In baseball, three GNAC teams will be in action this week. Central Washington gets the week started with a single game against Lewis Clark State on Thursday, while Northwest Nazarene will play at Academy of Art and Montana State Billings also on the road at Dixie State. In softball, 20 games are on this week's schedule, big schedule, highlighted by the Cavalier Classic, which will feature four GNAC teams down in Portland. Remember that for the latest in the GNAC, you can go to GNACsports.com to find news, stats, standings, and more. Also, connect with the GNAC through social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GNAC Sports. GNAC Insider will wrap up tonight's show, which we will do right after this timeout. Make sure to follow the GNAC on social media. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching GNAC Sports. And visit us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider will be right back. MSU Billings brought my future into focus. With over 100 academic options, the choice is clear. I chose health and human performance. Music and business. Math and physical sciences. Elementary education. Radiologic technology. MSUB offers more online courses than any institution in Montana. Professors make courses meaningful. My internship puts what I'm learning into motion. MSUB is the most affordable option in the region. Experience the MSUB Advantage. 
Just time tonight to say thank you to all of our wonderful guests tonight here on GNAC Insider. Once again, thanks to freshman Tyler Cronk, the St. Martin's University, and now GNAC men's high jump champion, indoor high jump champion, on to nationals for him. Also, thanks to Simon Frazier, softball catcher, standout Amanda Janes, and the Montana State Billings freshman basketball forward Brendan Howard for joining us here tonight. Also, thanks to our producer, Connor Pelton. A note of thanks as well to Gene Act Commissioner Dave Hagler. And, of course, a big thanks to you for joining us. We'll come back your way next Tuesday, 7 o'clock Pacific time, for our next edition of Gene Act Insider. Until then, you consider yourself a Gene Act Insider. I'm Robert Lowry saying so long for now. to GNAC Insider, an update on the NCAA's Great Northwest Athletic Conference. Remember to follow the GNAC through social media. To find us on Facebook or Twitter, search GNAC Sports and locate us on the web at GNACsports.com. GNAC Insider is a production of the Great Northwest Athletic Conference.